Hi, guys, and welcome to the Confessions of a Millennial podcast. My name's Julia. And I'm Fatima. And we're your podcast for all things millennial, confessional or not. Okay, so we're going to start off by this episode being more of a welcome and introduction of ourselves, a little bit about myself, a little bit about Julia and how we met, uh, just some of our hobbies and interests so you can get to know us a little bit better. And before we get into that, we just want to mention that with everything going on with the COVID-19 pandemic, we are social distancing and doing this podcast virtually um, for right now until it's safe to be in person again. Yes, exactly. All right. So what do you want to start talking about first, Julia? Um, Maybe let's just say a little bit about who we are. Okay. Um, So... I'm Fatima, (laughs) as I already mentioned, and I guess a little bit about me. I am originally in brand marketing, um, so that's sort of where my career growth came from. Spent a lot of time in the financial services industry and then sort of decided to branch off. um, And I like to try different things, so I've tried acting, for example, I've done some modeling in the past, I've, you know, run my own blog, for example. So I'm always up to trying new things. Uh, And that's a little little bit about me. And a little bit about me. Okay, so my name's Julia. Um, I we both, by the way, live in Toronto, Canada. T-Dot. Yes. The six. (laughs) The six, as Drake would call it. Um, So I am an ex-athlete in both rugby and gymnastics and then every other sport that kind of came my way. I've worked in the past as an executive assistant, but I'm actually transitioning into a more project or event coordinator roles currently. Um, And like Fatima, because this is kind of, we'll transition into how we met. Yeah. uh, I tried acting as well and did that for a number of years. Um, And that's actually where we met was in an acting class, which is so crazy. Yeah, it is pretty crazy now that I think about it, that one of, I guess, just something I wanted to try, just another thing on my list that I wanted to try, which ended up being acting. And this is how we met, Jules. Yeah, it's it's pretty. I think we met like, like seven years ago. Oh, my gosh. Time flies. It was long time. Jeez. Oh, it feels like yesterday. It hasn't been that long. I think so. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that is a long time. I just, I we definitely got really close when we were preparing for that big conference. Mm-hmm. And then when we were hanging out at conference. Yeah, I think, I think too, because it's just like, it's one of those worlds where, you really are like putting yourself out there. So to have other people in your corner that are really supportive of you is such a big deal and makes such a difference. And then that kind of like just bonded us. Agreed. Agreed. Acting is a, I mean, I feel like not just acting, but many arts related industries are tough and it's hard (laughs) to be successful and you always need people cheering you Um, being there for you and rooting for you, whether they're family or friends or people who work in the same industry as you. And what I really liked about our little group was that we were all rooting for each other, no matter 
like who it was. We always wanted everyone to be successful. And that's what I really mm-hmm. liked about you versus, yeah. and it's unfortunate, but in any industry, there's always people who want to be successful, but they don't want the same for others. So, or I don't even know if that's necessarily it. I think some people are, and I've experienced it, not even in the acting world mm-hmm. in other worlds as well. Um, people that are just willing, like they understand that everyone's ambitious, but they feel like they're the most ambitious right. and they're the willing to do anything to get where they want to get to. And they end up burning a lot of bridges yeah. and they don't realize it until it's done, which is the sad part because I get that like you can't fix something if you don't know it's broken, but you know, you're also an adult and you need to kind of take a step back and look at your behavior. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And I have also experienced that. And I have, to be honest, unfortunate as it is, experience people who don't want other people to be successful and try and put other people down. So they're the only ones who are successful, but there's room for everyone at the top, as they say. So I know. I know. I wish I wish more millennials knew that. So hopefully this <laughs> podcast will help bring that as well as other topics kind of to light. Yeah. Um, so just to give you guys kind of an overview, I guess, of what we are interested in and what we're going to talk about, um, this is going to be a lifestyle podcast. So we're going to kind of talk about our everyday lives, what we're striving for, what millennials, um, challenges that they're facing, what advantages we have, how our generation has kind of like defined different things, um, whether that's in like friendships or work or relationships um, or travel, which is such a huge one because my parents like never traveled <laughs> or almost never, never traveled. They thought it was such a luxury. And like for me and Fatima, it's definitely a lifestyle. It's a must. I yeah. can, I don't even know how I'm surviving right now. It's, I'm so glad we went on that short little getaway because yeah. I, after every, I, I would say every, every quarter of the year, I have this itch to get on a plane. <laughs> it's like, as soon as the quarter ends, it's like, okay, it's time to get on a plane, go somewhere new. I cannot imagine my life not traveling and not experiencing. It's different- like, you're like, it's like, you're like not committed to life. Yeah. You're like in this relationship with life and you're like, you know what? Yeah. I, go. I, I feel like Don't I'm worry. married. Yeah. I feel like I'm married to life and that consists of traveling. <laughs> Like we're in a long-term committed relationship and we have to experience Please time apart. I'm telling you, traveling, experiencing new cultures, new cities, yeah. new foods, people. I mean, some of my most memorable experiences have been from traveling. It's true. I, I agree too. Like I feel like when I look back on my life, there's definitely great moments with like friends and family and all these kind of like weird random memories. But when I look back, even just, just to give you guys an idea, by the way, so I'm 29 and I've been traveling since I was 18, um, at least doing one trip a year, but a couple of times being fortunate enough to do three or four. And I feel like I can pinpoint, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Like I can pinpoint every single trip in what year and what happened. Like it's so defining, even if it was 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm the same. So I'm 31 and I'm going to be 32 in a few days. So <laughs> it's a pretty big deal. 
um, even though I'll be celebrating at home <laughs> with my husband doing nothing. <laughs> but I think I started traveling, if I remember correctly, when I was 19. And I've tried to go away at least once a year. And again, mm -hmm. there have been, I would say the last four or five years, I've been very fortunate to have been able to travel multiple times throughout the year. So I've traveled, I, I mean, I usually, well, at least once a year travel with my mom, we always go somewhere. And it's mm -hmm. fun. It's a good bonding experience. And I love that I'm able to travel with my mom. But then I also travel with my husband, for example, and I travel with friends like Jules and you and I have been on a few vacations together. We have. So it's nice to have been able to do that. Um, and again, some of the best experiences of my life. And I would not, I never regretted it. And I never right. felt like I wasted money on traveling. It is probably the one splurge of mine that I felt like was the most valuable. Mm -hmm. I agree. Like, I don't feel like traveling is ever a waste of money. Yeah. I feel like sometimes you can, you know, kind of go bougie and then sort of like do it right. But I feel like there are times where if you're just looking at like a fancy hotel and like there's a hotel that's totally fine and it's next door and you're going to save like $800, like don't be stupid. Like yeah. <laughs> save that much. There's no, there's no point to be reckless. Like millennials already have it so tough in other areas. Like, you know, use your hat a little bit. Yeah. Um, and just to be clear, guys, because I feel like this needs to be defined. So me and Fatima just went away back in February before this whole pandemic sort of took over. Yeah. Um, we went to Dominican just for five days to kind of hang out on a beach and, and sort of reset our lives, which was so great that we did. And oh, amazing. yeah. So grateful we were able to do that. Yeah, so grateful. The resort was amazing. The weather was amazing. We had such a good time. Um, but when she says she travels a lot, like as a friend, when you know when you go and you like check in with someone and you're just like, hey, like we haven't talked in like a month. What's going on? She's like, oh, I'm just going to Europe. Oh, I'm just going to <laughs> Dubai. And I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. Like send me pictures. <laughs> It's funny that you say that because it's kind of true. So, be <laughs> so before when I worked in the financial services industry, but just before I was leaving, one of the probably the best teams I've ever worked for, they knew how much I traveled that anytime we were in work meetings in a conference call or something, they would go, hey, Fatima, so uh, where are you traveling to this time? And... <laughs> It was funny because I would never say, oh, I'm actually not traveling. I would respond saying, oh, well, this time I'm going here. I already had booked something <laughs> to go traveling. It's, yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel very grateful that I've been able to do that. Yeah. Although, to be fair, that has slowed down quite a bit. Last right. year, I got married. And it was very exciting. It was, and it but was yeah, okay, I'm glad. <laughs> <laughs> the DJ was not the greatest, I'll admit. Um, but everything else was pretty good. However, as I'm sure some people who are married would know or have family or friends who are married, weddings are quite expensive, and so we had to cut back on traveling a little bit, which was unfortunate. So that was the first year that I did not go away as much as I had previously. 
Mm-hmm. And this year has sort of been very similar because so far I only went to Dominican. Yeah. And, and then it's now, funny though, because like, the average person would be like, oh, there's like a pandemic. Like at least, you know, you I got to go away. And Fatima's like, so far, but guys, I'm dying on the inside. <laughs> I, know she's, I know she's struggling. Oh, it is a struggle. It is a real life struggle. I'm telling you, it is. I have a problem. So the funniest thing was I saw this meme and it said, this is before everything went on lockdown and, you know, Corona was an issue, but people were still traveling um, and cities were not on lockdown. And it said, you know, everyone else is in hiding, for example, and millennials are checking airline flights to go on vacation during this because they're going to save money. Dude, I'm not even joking. I saw a similar picture where it was like the one before us, I think they're Gen X, right? Yeah, yes. Gen X. So it was like people's response to Corona. And it was like Gen X, buy toilet paper, hand sanitizer, stock up on pasta. Millennials, flights are really cheap. Let's go away. <laughs> I'm telling you, I am telling you, I am already, will not lie to you, I am already preparing for when this corona situation is done where am I gonna go on vacation oh. I already have a list is it bad that like I already kind of planned a trip with a friend in like the fall where are you going well a friend of that I used to work with yeah. um her and I had another friend who wants to come with us again that we used to work with um she really wants to do like a southern United States trip because she's never been to the south um, right. and me and Fatima went to New Orleans, oh, which is like my favorite North American city it has everything you could ever want. It has the best food yes. you can anywhere. You can dance on Bourbon street or in a bar or they, in a nightclub. And they have the nicest people. Some of the nicest, the nicest. people. Um, we were really lucky and we got to pet some police horses. Oh gosh. Memories. <laughs> I'm telling you memories. Yeah. I no, love New Orleans. It was probably one of the top five places I've been to ever. Like it's literally my favorite North American city, but it's my second favorite city in the world. And um, so she wants to go. She's never been. So we figure we're going to try and do a three city trip over two weeks. We want to do Nashville and then maybe either um, Charleston we were thinking about. And I'm also really interested in going to Austin, Texas, because I heard Ooh. it's really cool. I heard Austin, um, Texas is really good. Yeah. I've never and been personally. in New Orleans. Yeah. And then fly home. So that's what we're thinking. But we haven't, like, planned dates or anything. We just said, like, hopefully in the fall. And I would say that by fall, I feel like things will be back to normal. I mean, I have two weddings in the summer and they're people I really care about. And I hope they get to go through with it. I know a lot of people have been postponing, which I'm so sorry for that. That's yeah, that's really unfortunate. A bummer <laughs> when you spend so much time and money and effort planning. And just um, the excitement so of it too, right? Your like your wedding better. is a big deal and you're so looking forward to this day. And then unfortunately we have this corona situation happening and you have to delay it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping that my two really, really, I mean, really close friends, one of them is practically family, I'm really hoping that they will get to have their weddings and everything will be okay. Luckily, they're in the, like, they're near the end of, like, mid to end of August, so hopefully everything will be, you know, good and clear by then. 
Um, Fingers crossed. But yeah. But yeah. So we'll, we're definitely going to go, um, just to give you guys an idea, because I know we kind of just sort of chatted. We went on a little bit of a tangent. Yeah. I told you guys a little bit about us, but we will have episodes dictating each lifestyle that we're going to talk about. Um, so yeah, obviously you can tell we're really passionate about travel and we're definitely going to share some more fun stories. Yes. Um, New Orleans has a ton of them. So stay tuned because oh, that city was so much fun. <laughs> it was, um, it was the best. Yeah. But we're also going to talk about our friendship and relationships. Mm-hmm. And as Fatima mentioned, she's married. I'm single. Um, as a Pringle, which a friend <laughs> of mine kind of like corrected me and was like, you don't eat Pringles as one. And <laughs> kind of ruined like the rhyme. And I was so mad at her. Like, single as a, <laughs> I feel like it's like single as a Pringle can. Like okay, one sure. can. One can. So single as a Pringle makes sense. It's like the the word can is silent. Thank you. The word single is a Pringle. And you just, it's can, but it's silent. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, so we're going to talk about relationships. We're going to talk about beauty and skincare because I, in the past couple of years, as I've approached my late 20s, sadly, has been really cautious about those things because I want to age gracefully. And I know Fatima does as well. Um, But personally for me, I'm not interested in having any surgery or Botox or anything like that. Um, That's just my choice and no judgment on people who do. But yeah, we'll definitely talk about some cool tips and tricks that we've sort of found that work for us. Yeah, Um, And just some of our health choices, like as... Julia mentioned, you know, she's an ex-athlete and for the most part of my life, I never really was into sports too much. I was in high school, a long distance runner, and that was like the extent of exercise I got. And then (laughs) I graduated high school, went to university and I just thought, okay, well, that's the end of that. So I never really was a, a exercise fanatic. And over the last, I would say maybe three ish years I've definitely gotten more active and I go to the gym regularly and I absolutely love it <laughs> and I I, <laughs> I mean I started playing squash with my husband and one of my friends uh Jules and I like we've been playing we played tennis last summer and hopefully yeah. we'll be able to play tennis again we'll see <laughs> we'll see what that looks like social distancing yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I hope we get to because I, I really love tennis. And um, just so you guys know, because it'll probably come up a bit when we chat as well. Um, last year, this time, I actually tore my ACL oh, in my yeah. left knee, which is an awful injury. And anyone who's an athlete, I mean, I'm not saying I'm currently an athlete, but anyone who's an athlete definitely knows. Um, so I did it on a, a Ninja Warrior obstacle course, which I've decided has defeated me. Um, and <laughs> I'm glad you've come to terms with that. <laughs> yes, I am not a Ninja Warrior by any means. Um, but that's okay. Um, so now I've had surgery and I've healed. And now I'm completely in recovery, tweaking a few things. But for the most part, can participate in sport again. So I'm like dying to get outside right now. Yeah. Yeah, we but definitely we are. I I mean, I've been working out at home. Yeah. Because our gym in our condo was closed, obviously. And right. it's been good because I do want to continue to stay active, but it's just not the same, right? We I don't have the entire selection of weights to pick from. Don't really have as right. much space, but 
yeah, we'll talk about exercising, eating healthy, even for example. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know it's so tough. And I feel the same way um, about just even just being active because I go to the gym, I do hot yoga and I swim. And those are like my priority workouts. I like to have things that are different. And right now all of those are closed. I know. So it's really tough for me to like feel motivated to be like, okay, like let's work out for an hour. I'm like, oh, really? And then I just want to eat popcorn and drink wine all the time. I'm telling you. (laughs) I mean, I was really looking forward to the summer to go swimming because I love, love to swim. But again, it's... (laughs) Sorry, I'm laughing because we had this moment real quick in New Orleans. Oh, God, yeah. Where I, and to be fair, I think we had only swam together one other time. Yeah, in your cottage, air quotes. At my cottage, yeah. So we were like walking towards the deep end and I suddenly turned to her and I was like, wait, do you know how to swim? Because a lot of athletes, a lot of adults don't, which is terrifying. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But it's true, but she does. She does, guys. I do know. I do know how to swim. I Before learned as a ignorance. kid. You know, I remember only- her just looking at me and being like, you're the worst friend in the world. <laughs> it only took Jules asking me and a whole bunch of other people we had met there that we're hanging out with to make fun of us to figure out that I knew how to swim. That you knew how to swim. So yeah. So yes, we will definitely swim together this summer. Yeah. Yeah. You can come over to the pool. I'm always down. If it's even open. I don't we'll see. <laughs> I know. I heard they're uh they're stopping construction and stuff now. Yes. Because my brother's an electrician and he doesn't think he's working like he might have to work this week to finish off any projects. But I think after that, he's being like shut down, like no new projects. They're allowing people to. Well, they, well, construction people were still working people in the construction industry, but they were in a bit of a protest because they said that, you know, unless it's essential, these people are putting their lives on the line to, you know, build houses or whatever it may be that whatever project they may be working on. But, you know, is there an issue with it being delayed? Like, is there an issue with, let's say a housing community being developed for it to be delayed a few months. No, it's fine. Especially when yeah. it's, you're putting people's lives on the line. So I think 100%. that the whole construction industry is also in, in some cases, depending on what you're working on, some projects will be considered non-essential and you'll be made to work from like you'll be basically shut down I guess until the pandemic mm-hmm. is over which I think is the right call right I know I have to um I mean I, so I'm Italian and have a lot of family in Italy right now um and luckily almost everybody is is okay and healthy and and practicing social distancing um but for you guys that don't know Italy's on like a complete lockdown yeah and a part of me kind of thinks that like um, maybe if other countries did sort of the same, like, yes, we're doing self-quarantine and the, sen- the essential list of what's open is getting smaller and smaller. But maybe if we honestly just like locked down, except for grocery stores for 30 days, yeah. like the difference that it's going to make. Yeah, agreed. Because there are some people, unfortunately, who are not taking it seriously. And as a millennial, we've gotten a lot of flack. People, yeah. I've seen stuff online where people are coming at us and I'm just like, guys, like I'm a millennial and I'm very cautious and yeah. being mindful and stuff. And 
like, you know, I'll, I'll give you guys just an example. The other day I was out for a walk by myself, hands in my pockets, not, you know, keeping far distance from everybody. And I have to say like 95% of people in my neighborhood have been really amazing and doing the same and really respectful. Um, but I saw a huge family together and I'm not talking like, you know, a parent, a parents and like five kids. It was like three different families that definitely don't live in the same home together right. out for a walk, like interacting, touching each other, that kind of thing. And like, I get it. Like it's your family and you're comfortable, but then they looked at me really odd when I moved away from them yeah. to kind of like not be close, like to have that six feet distance, they looked so strange at me. Like I was crazy. And I'm just like, like, do you want to keep doing this forever? Cause I'm yeah. really over it, <laughs> like doing it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm ready to go traveling again. So can we all just respect, you know, the social distancing agreed. Yeah. Right. Agreed. There are, there are unfortunate people who are not respecting this. And I think that people are just not comprehending that the whole point of places shutting down is to force people to self quarantine. And this is for everyone's overall benefit. It's better and that's to, just it. it's better to suck it up for a couple of weeks versus having to go through this for months. Right. And I a hundred percent agree. And I don't think people see that. And like, I was thinking about it earlier today because I was just kind of watching TV today and had sort of a lazy day. Um, but what if this was like like 80 years ago when there wasn't Wi-Fi and like not everyone had a TV? Like we would be 30 times more bored. Yeah. So like you have access to so much content yeah. and like games and puzzles and creativity. Like you have access to things yeah. that like back in the day people didn't have access to. So stop not listening to these you know rules yeah. and guidelines and there's so many things you can do to keep yourself busy at home you you're right. not necessarily like in a jail and just sitting there staring at a wall all day nope. there are things you can do to keep yourself busy and the fact of the matter is it's so convenient to just order everything online that's the thing. I mean, I know a lot of stuff has been delayed because um, I have Amazon Prime and I was trying to order something um, not essential, just something that I wanted and, you know, your ports, your online shopping. Um, and they gave me a delivery date of May 5th. So right. definitely they've prioritized certain things, which I think is fine. Yeah. Um, but prioritizing yeah. essential, you know, places and essentials that people are ordering, for example, right. totally makes sense. Right. So we're just going to go on record and say people stop giving millennials flack because it's not <laughs> just us. It's not okay. just us, guys. Us are doing the right thing. Yeah. Agreed. Well, yeah. let's uh, – we did – I mean, we gave a good, good like, little spiel intro of ourselves, and we did talk about the corona situation, which I think is totally fine considering it is a big issue right now. But yeah. – we're going to end off this little welcome episode and uh, stay tuned for our next episode coming soon. Thanks you guys so much. And we can't wait for you guys to keep listening to us. Um, be sure to find us on wherever you listen to your podcasts and we'll see you guys in our next episode. Have a good one guys.